Yeah. Like Yeah, I think the base is pretty It's stable. like thirty pounds, so like I yeah, it's pretty stable. The only thing I was like testing it earlier and like it does kinda it wobbles a little bit, but yeah. You so I feel like it. you can you easily have to bump it pretty hard. <laughs> you do have to bump it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. The three peat. Yeah, I'm gonna be happy if this uh, turns out good <laughs> with running the two mics. <laughs> Cause yeah, the one I might headbutt a couple times. That's okay though. Yeah, I feel like it's worth it. For the audio, testing, might be just testing, quiet, testing. you know. <laughs> yeah, let's see. This close at all times. You could pick up the. Sensor. You want to put? You want to like? Yeah, if you look at here and like it turns green when you get a good signal. So like right now, is it getting a good signal? Right no. now, is it getting a good signal? Yeah. yeah. You can. Yeah. Woofty. So I feel like you gotta like. Yeah. Well, gotta I will be up. right here. <laughs> <laughs> that shit sounds. That shit sounds. When you get close to it, it sounds way crisper for sure. But. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what was that other? Those other podcasts. That other podcast we did with. Jake, yeah, you were just in the background, just chilling, hanging out mm-hmm. with the Bucks game. That was a fun one, though. Mm-hmm. That was fun, calling out the score here and there. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. First game of the M- first game of the NBA Finals. Right. That was the first one. Mm-hmm. Went on to win it. Fucking nuts. Yeah, Giannis is a beast. How are they looking th- this I really year? Watch. I haven't been keeping up, but I don't really watch. No. They're third in the East, which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's a solid playoff seed. Right. Packers are doing good this year. Mm-hmm. They play tomorrow in a meaningless game. Really? Yeah. They, they've locked up all that they can lock up, and yeah. now they play the Worst Detroit Lions, who are like 2-14 and 14 or 2-15. and 15, like they're, they're horrible. Okay. They're dog shit. So. Damn. Yeah. So it should be a breeze. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully. Yep. I think we have Nothing. a first-round bye in the playoffs even at home, and then our next game is at home. So I think we've locked up all that we can. Right. Yeah, we're kind of in like people a, are actually kind of like surprised that Rodgers is even going to play in the game because he has like a broken toe, so mm. and it's just he has a broken risk it. He got that s- a while ago, right? Long time ago, yeah. 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 See, well, you can't do anything about it. They just have to heal. Can't right. Be. That's the wild thing about fucking ath- like professional athletes like that. Like they're just fucking. Mm-hmm. It's all mental at that point. I mean, it's like you're you're walking out to hundreds of thousands of people coming coming to watch you play at the best thing you can you know possibly do, and you're putting your body on the line. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> like I can't. There's there's those stories all the time of like players playing with a sprained this or like a broken a this broken leg. Broken leg. There have been people who I think it was. Yeah. I don't doubt it at all. Terrell Owens? Yeah, I think Terrell Owens. The Eagles were in the Super Bowl one year, early 2000s, and Terrell Owens literally had a broken leg from one of the playoff games, I think, and he played in the Super Bowl and had, I think he had a decent showing, mm-hmm. but legitimately with a fucking broken leg. Was That's it fucked up. Like, was it knowingly? Yeah, every, him and everyone else knew. Hmm. Jesus. Yeah, and I Fuck s- that. In high school, I was in a hockey game, and this kid on my team took a slap shot like to the leg mm-hmm. and he didn't think anything of it at the time he played the rest of the game and he like felt like his knee was hurting the next day so he went to the doctors and his kneecap had completely ripped in half because the tendon Fuck. pulled so hard it, like on impact because the puck hit between his knee pad and his breezers and it like caused so much pressure that it like pulled the top it like ripped on the kneecap and mm-hmm. just the 
it's just split in half into two pieces. Jesus. He played the whole game and like it wasn't even played the whole game with it like that. Yeah, the rest of the game, which was like a period and a half or two periods. Dear God. Mm-hmm. And he was obviously feeling that, right? Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, he was I mean, just like playing completely through it. Yeah, adrenaline kicks in heavy when you're in sports. Like, right. When you get hurt, it's hard to necessarily know how bad you're hurt because like your heart's racing so fast. You have so much adrenaline pumping in you. Yeah. It's like fight or flight shit. Mm-hmm. Like life or death situation. Basically like, well, yeah, when you're in those situations, like those games are your lives. It's mm-hmm. like then the, the, the next win is just pretty much everything. It's fucked. <laughs> I can't imagine living, living that type of, living that type of lifestyle. That'd be insane. You guys see this shit that happened to, uh, what was it? Antonio Brown? I saw I saw this video. Yeah, ran off Mm, the field. This that like video or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. Now people are saying like some CTSE stuff or I don't know what. Like I I saw a little bit of like the backstory where I don't know. It it sounded like he was just a little bit off or something. What happened? He's had a lot of off the field issues ever since he left Central Michigan. Hmm? He beat a girl, didn't he? He was beating girls for a while. I can't. I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought I saw that. But mainly, maybe it was. So there was one hit that happened mid 2010s. Um, actually, it was probably 2018 or 2017. But uh, a guy named Vontez Burfitt, Burfitt, Burfitt for the Bengals, basically blindside hit him, and he was never the same after that. There's been hella YouTube videos talking, like comparing his behavior before and after. He's kind of erratic. He's got Mm -hmm. anger issues going on. Right. He's quick to cut people off that are heavily yeah. loyal, so it's it's hard to judge what was there before and what's there after. Yeah. But yeah, he quit in the middle of the game. So he like quit like just like playing NFL in the NFL. He, right now, they yeah. cut him after that game. Yeah. He said he quit. I mean, it's semantics, but yeah. basically, he walked off the field, no I'm longer sure helping the team. They yeah. cut him, and he was. I think it was. He needed six catches and one touchdown for half a million dollars in end-of-the-year bonuses, and then he walked off the field in that game. Wow. They were Incredible. Lo- they were losing by at Jesus least a score, Christ. so they needed help with a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and he could have got his bonuses. Was it just because right. he – I mean – And he's an incredible player. He got hit yeah. so hard that he just was injured. He yeah, he was yeah. – yeah, his story, which has changed based on what podcasts or what news sources he's talking to after the fact, because he's mm-hmm. going on a media spree trashing his team. Just kind of sucks. Really, yep. I haven't seen that at all. Yep, I just saw the literal, li- the literal video of him. Like, he literally just like throws off his jersey, throws throws off his jersey, throws off his shirt, mm-hmm. and he's like, what? he just like runs out of like while the game is going on, and he runs off the field like waving to the crowd and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was something about a he, he, like something with like some girl beforehand on the night before. Yes. Like, and she was saying that he was acting a little weird and, like, saying, like, like she couldn't follow, like, what he was saying in the conversation and stuff like that, which was, like, scary. It's, like, you scary, know those like, celebrities that can kind of say whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, Marshawn Lynch. No one really knows what he's saying sometimes. Like, he's just going right, off. Right, right, yeah. He, Antonio Brown is one of those human beings. The thing with the girl okay. is that the Buccaneers have, um, curfew and quarantine prior to the games yeah this dude snuck a girl in uh the night before the game and then she tested positive for covid (laughs) (laughs) so and she posts on her instagram and tagged the buccaneers and said y'all need to test your team after she got kicked out of the team hotel for being caught 
Jeez. That is insane. Well, <laughs> so she might have spread COVID to Tom right, Brady and right. Chris Godwin and a Super Bowl contending team. So, right, right. Yeah, and yeah, they all, I mean, when you watch most professional sporting uh, games on television, like all of them are masked up. Like they mm-hmm. take like the COVID precautions extremely seriously because, yeah, it's like their physical health is the money maker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think the so face, like, their face is the moneymaker, too. Yeah, what yeah, they, yeah. What for they sure, do for sets president. And the sponsorships, so, the advertisements, all that stuff. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, so, who yeah. pays the bills, tells them what to do. And, like, there's part of that. Like, mm-hmm. the coach, does the coach need to be wearing a mask on the sideline? Probably not. Do the people in the stands? Probably right. more. You know, it's like, I guess I mean, of, in probably, terms of transmissibility, yeah. like. Like, how so? Like, I mean, I probably, it probably depends, like, across the entire nation, like, where you are. Yeah. Like, I just like feel, what, yeah. But when you have 80,000 people in the stands yeah. all breathing on each other, I feel like that's, I'm a, guessing that's the, a high risk yeah. scenario for yeah. transmission of COVID. Well, I'm saying, so, like, like, the teams themselves the, are. So they like, have to be yeah. good examples mm-hmm. on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like they're being told to do it and that they don't, a lot of them would choose not to. Yeah, who knows? I mean, we're yeah. that's a speculation. I mean, it's my yeah, this yeah, is not, yeah. I, this is my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, for sure. But I feel well, yeah, I feel like the teams themselves are going through like so many airports and th- they're seeing like they're constantly traveling that all too, the time, yeah. which is like crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that too. Dude, that yeah think, the yeah. The, the traveling part would be nuts. I've, I've, have you guys been seeing all the crazy news of all the traveling shit? Like the, no, there flight, was the flights being canceled. Flights being canceled. There was also the I-95, like crazy 90-mile-an-hour backup on uh-uh. uh, through uh, Virginia. Oh, yeah, the 14 days. hours that there was Dude, there. literally 90 miles <laughs> of interstate what happened? where people were in their cars for like 20-plus hours. What happened? Uh Basically, there was a like, there was a snowstorm coming, some storm, and I guess in I think it, this is it was in Virginia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it it wasn't like an uncommon like storm, like it was a big storm. Mm-hmm. You know, they get like a storm like this. I guess like you know every couple of years or like few years, but um, yeah, I guess it hit and like it started as rain, and then some truck got like. Uh, like hinged like this jackknifed. jackknifed um just blocked the whole road and yeah i guess there was like really little like support mm-hmm. um by uh, like people the are saying there was there was no like state patrol dot or, like, was not prepared for the right, storm right or, nor were they prepared for like a so a, there were like families people with their pets yeah. like like just in their cars yeah, and that kind of shit can happen that yeah can, dude yeah. you gotta be ready like, insane right yeah it's that's uh you just a, don't eat you you keep your car off mm-hmm. i think uh what i would do is walk away from my car yeah, and lock my car go pound. yep go find food i saw pictures of people like walking like yeah. basically just ditching their cars and walking mm-hmm. but yeah i can't imagine <laughs> having like town? i can't yeah. imagine having like kids or you know yeah and like i mean what the hell do you do yeah, it should just happen. You're kind of just stranded. Like, you gotta. You, that's where you just gotta figure out what to do and like. You not, pull up to the mic. You just gotta figure out what to do and not like. You know, try to stress about a situation too much. Like, yeah, think, for sure. Think like clear-mindedly, and you'll 
you'll learn from the experience. It's kind of like unfortunate that it happened, but it's good that it happened, and all those people now know that they can like get through that and they're fine. Right. No one died. But it is kind of a failure, I think. Uh, um, like, did no one die? Like, I I really have no idea. I doubt so. Anyone died unless someone was like it was thousands of people. I mean, you got to think about people with like. You know, have you know diabetic issues or like yeah. you know, people with like I don't know, but who knows? I have no idea if somebody died or not. But um, I yeah, I mean condolences like yeah. to all those people that got stuck out there. It just sounded like a crazy story because yeah. like, uh, I I was just trying to imagine ninety miles of interstate with just cars that can't move because of like a sheet of ice on it mm-hmm. out here. Cause that could, that could justifiably happen in Wisconsin oh, yeah. anytime. Yeah. And you we, we know. rely on yeah. the DOT to put salt down, put sand down, yeah. you know, put like, and it helps for pre, sure. like pre, you just have to also kind of go yeah. into it knowing that like the risk, uh, it's not like, it, you know, I think a lot of people just assume that it's safe to drive in the middle of nowhere with, mm-hmm. you know, in a fucking blizzard, like, it's not it's dangerous like there's snow and ice it's cold shit can happen like if you don't prepare for it you don't or recognize it at as that that's you should right <laughs> like right it, it's just like anything like that one of the most dangerous things you do every single day is just get behind the wheel of your car and go out on the public roads it's like mm-hmm. that's more dangerous than covid mm-hmm. like i'm sorry but you're more likely to die getting in your car and driving anywhere than a, a contracting COVID and dying. It's dangerous, and I think we all take it for granted because we're so used Especially to it. Especially in the winter. And, sh- and so, so when a story like that happens, that's crazy. It sucks for those people. I think they ultimately gained from the experience of, of living through that and, like, learning to not then be more, like, thoughtful about. It's probably very humbling. Yeah, it's humbling. I mean, when you come into contact with a weather, like... A, like a critical weather situation like that and you're you're also uh yeah you're also somewhere where you have no idea like how far away mm-hmm. things are you know once the phone dies yeah. like what are you to do yeah. if you run out of gasoline like what are you to do <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like and then it hits like yeah those like primal instincts come in you got to figure out what to do that's important. You should know what to do. And if you don't, yeah. you got you got to figure it out. And you won't unless you're put in that situation. And, like, the weather specifically is scary as shit. I've had s- moments where I'm scared for my life driving in a vehicle in, like, an absolute downpour rainfall. Like, the derecho we drove through. And, like, when it's a winter blizzard and it's, like, that's scary shit. Mm-hmm. Like... 100%. It's, that's, it's no joke. And that's that's... <laughs> gotta recognize it i don't know yeah we live with it man respect it (laughs) yeah you gotta respect it you don't fuck (laughs) you don't fly down the road at 80 miles an hour 75 miles an hour on the highway when it's bad conditions no one's doing that that's why people put their hazards on and go 45 i swear to god bro okay i got a story it's safe (laughs) i think like two weeks ago we had like uh we had this really bad system come through it was like slushy. It was a mix of sleet and snow. I think it was like 32 degrees, 31. So right on the edge of snow and sleet and all Just that shit. Ice. Um, but previous, like I think like the night or like leading up to it, there was already snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, I was driving home. It's like a 20 minute drive getting on the belt line. 
and I saw the storm coming down. Like I I saw the snow coming down before I left, and it was coming down hard, mm-hmm. like real hard. Mm-hmm. This is probably three weeks ago, actually. This is kind of a while ago. Mm-hmm. This might have been one of the first like earlier snowfalls we had in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but oh my fucking god, dude! This drive home, I swear to God, it was it was literally one of those moments Panicking where drives. it was probably in the top five, and it was not probably in the top five of like worst drives, like worse than coming back from Hayward. Yeah. that weekend <laughs> that which like you guys know those roads up there and how bad that was i mean it snowed yeah. damn near we were the only tracks six to eight inches pr- the previous night mm-hmm. yeah just straight fresh snow and we were plowing through that shit early in the morning but it was worse than that this night coming home right yeah. i hit the belt line and it's like i have zero traction bro you need new tires none well nobody did yeah, I mean, everybody around, like, first of all, it was probably 11 p.m., yeah. so pitch black, which is no even worse. really gotten to the roads even, no. Right. The plows hadn't, like, it, I had gotten out of the road probably a half hour after it started snowing, and it came down hard, and, like, basically it made the roads absolute trash within a half hour before the plows could even hit it. Mm-hmm. And so I damn near went 35 miles an hour on the belt line. For twenty goddamn minutes, and it took well, it, it took like four, 45 minutes to get home. Right, because you couldn't go as fast. And I was basically just looking for ruts. I was basically just looking for ruts in the fucking ice slash snow slash slush. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to stay in one lane. It's like that type of shit where you're trying to stay in one lane and you'll do anything you can to not like pass anybody, not change lanes mm-hmm. because if you change lanes, you're going into unplowed on no like no there's no nobody drives in like those other lanes over there yeah because it's so shitty or even just crossing that middle lane of snow and ice like you know you know when you get those feelings when your heart just starts beating real hard your stomach kind of sinks and your face just gets flushed and you're just you just become more focused Mm -hmm. and you realize that you're you're on like like you're driving and you you realize you're driving in conditions that could like easily total your car. Yeah. But like you have to get somewhere or you have to get home. Like you have no other option. Mm-hmm. And you're basically just like fuck. <laughs> like that's I feel like that's the epitome of winter fucking or, or just driving in snow period, you know. Yeah, that's I had that happen. I was on my way to an airport one time and uh like I had a flight to catch at like six in the morning or whatever so it was like three thirty, four in the morning and i'm driving to minneapolis and it's like an absolute downpour rainfall and uh there's semis and shit on the road next to me it's dark there's not very many lights on the highway between eau claire wisconsin and minneapolis because it's basically just country fields until yeah. you hit the river and man, that was fucking sketchy. Yeah, dude. Like, I was heart racing, like, hard to... Those are the worst. hyper That hyper feeling aware. is the worst. That feeling yeah, is the worst. It's, and it's... You can't see anything. It was sh- crazy. Oh, yeah. And I know mm-hmm. that feeling. We also get those torrential downpours out here in the summer, which is basically the same shit. Yeah. Where you're fucking... It's... Same summer, yeah. It's the other way around. Like, you got traction, but the problem is you got no visibility because the rain is coming down so damn hard and your wipers can't keep up. And you still don't have the best traction. <laughs> yeah, you still don't have the best traction. It's so wet. Hydroplaning. Yeah. You boys ever hydroplane really hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I haven't 
ever really had too bad experience, like too bad experiences hydroplaning, like or anything like that. Because I usually catch it before, it, like I'll notice it happening. I'm like, oh shit, my back's going out, mm-hmm. and I just fucking slow down right away. So I don't trust that shit at all. <laughs> he is it's sketchy. Not. Don't slam. Yeah. Don't. Over, don't what? Don't overcorrect or overreact. Don't slam. Oh yeah. Don't like it. Don't hit the brakes really fast or anything like that. Yeah. Whenever I do that, I just end up letting off the gas completely. If I need to go on the side and on the rumble strip, that's chill. Right. But I, if I slam on the on the brakes, then I feel like I'm inclined to swerve left or right in case there's someone in front of me too. Mm-hmm. If they come come up out of nowhere, then that way at least I'm on the rumble strip on the side of the road. <laughs> it gets so much road. 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 Just hit it at the. the yeah, you guys should uh, hit the swivel. More yeah. often. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll do. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. I mean, like it's sturdy enough. I think. Yeah. Hello. Hello. No, I, you're going to Colorado. Mm-hmm. You excited, bud? <laughs> I am. Fun, Dude. fun adventure. Yeah. Ahead. So like, tell me about Fort Collins because I've never fucking. I mean, I've literally yeah I. Fuck, I want to get to know, like, Colorado, Montana more because I've really only, like, driven through there. Or like, Did you drive through Montana to get up to Washington? I th- yeah. The one on top is Montana. It goes, like, mm. Montana, Colorado, right? Yeah. Mm. No, Wyoming, Wyoming is above Colorado. Montana, Wyoming, Colorado. Mm. Like, Montana's bigger than Colorado. It's, it's like, Idaho's. yeah, yeah, I drove through Montana. And it was, I- like. Idaho goes, like. Uh, was it South Dakota-esque, or what was it like? Yeah, I mean the it's south. It's pretty much yeah, like South Dakota, like two thirds of the way through mm-hmm. until you hit the western side, mm-hmm. and then you start hitting the mountains. I mean, that's how Colorado is too. There's like an eastern y- side of the state. It's more yeah, it's more like rolling hills. Mm-hmm. I'd say than South Dakota. It's because South Dakota is like pretty flat, but yeah, like uh, how big is Fort Collins? I think 55,000. So oh, it's kind okay. of Eau Claire size, but yeah, nice. um, right next door is Colorado State University in oh, Greeley. Shit. Cool. So the yeah. so Fort Collins proper is pretty small, but mm-hmm. it, there's Fort Collins, Loveland, where our friend Jesse lives, yep. which is five minutes Shout out Jesse. <laughs> southwest of um, Fort Collins. So like, it, he's, he's psyched. I haven't even told him yet. Is it a surprise? Oh, yeah. my God. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Figured, I'll wait till I move enough. in and be like, hey, do you want to hang out or something? Right, bro. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You got to fucking. That's crazy. You got to tell us about that. So yeah. Fort Collins is very, honestly, not that different than Madison, to be honest. Very uh, hippie, outdoorsy, adventure. Yes. Yeah. Very accessible. Like uh, water, very forward, water bodies Forward and thinking. Yeah, I think there's a lake in Fort Collins, but in turn, but it's all hiking. Like, there's this place called the Horsetooth Reservoir, which is like, I think it's like nine mile long, it's huge. like stretch. It's just literally just nine a long miles? rectangle of water. Mm-hmm. It's fat. Damn. And it's fucking huge. It's like hiking there's, trails. Yeah, hiking stuff. trails. Biking. The biking is straight up and down. Like it's if you see someone out there on a bike, you're like, wow, we're at five, six thousand feet, and you're doing this. Like this oh, is God. crazy. Yeah, you're huffing and puffing. So in terms of things to do outside, there's a lot going on there, which is Fuck, which yeah. is good. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta have that. And I I feel like that. Yeah, that rem- that reminds me kind of like of uh, like uh, is it Bend, Oregon? Mm-hmm. I think I think Bend Bend is a little bit bigger, but it's got that like 
yeah, it's like obviously Oregon is Oregon is far, farther out west, but like same type of deal where there's just like people biking, mountain biking all the mm-hmm. time, like running. There's a bunch. Of, I don't know if there's like breweries in Fort Collins, Big but time. yeah, um, they got breweries. New like, Belgium mm-hmm. is they're good. Like ten minutes from my house, New Belgium. What? Where New really? Belgium? Mm-hmm. Where where it's like founded? Mm-hmm. No shit. Yep. Damn. It's out of, out That's sick. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, so there's definitely there's breweries to do. There's hiking, oh, yeah. and that's just in Fort Collins proper. Like, mm. yeah. I kind of looked at Fort it on the map, and it looks like, um, it's like yeah, it like runs down, and uh, you got all those like cities, and then like Loveland, and then it mm-hmm. comes down into um, Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're so it, it seems yeah pretty close. They're all like, there's an eight yeah. lane that's. If there was no traffic to from like Denver International Airport, so it goes Denver with its surrounding suburbs, and then probably a half hour north is Denver International Airport. Okay. And then there's an eight lane. I think it's eight lane. Eight lanes. Yeah. So four going in one way, four going in the other. Damn. Um, yeah. um, kind of by Twin like, Cities type shit. Like. Yeah, kind of. I know, like, that. like Twin, like the roads out, mm-hmm. those big highways out by Twin Cities. If there was no lanes. traffic, it could take you maybe forty minutes to get from the airport to Fort Collins. Oh really? Yeah, but maybe That's an quick. hour, hour fifteen with traffic. Not too there's, bad. There's like make it like a weekend trip. Go there's to a thirty thirty five minute thirty five dollar shuttle that takes you straight to the airport from Fort Collins. Damn, that ain't bad. Hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Shit. Yeah, I did. I fucking yeah, I definitely want to come out and visit and stuff, dude. Got a place yeah. to stay. Got things to do. I'll have to It'll like maybe sick. cop some skis or something like that. Thanks, like, because I mean, have you been seeing any of the stuff about the Vale Resorts on social no. media at all? No. What are they doing? Vale Resorts. Um, apparently they're so Vale, the company that operates on Vale, one of the big ones. I think it's just Vale Resorts is what they're called, based in Vale. They've been buying up other, um, resort towns like. Uh, I think maybe Copper Mountain or there's okay. they're all they're all in the chain basically now. They're Bay, buying up Bay towns. Uh, like, just the uh, like, the lift operations. Oh, okay. But they're gotcha. selling too many. Like there's no cap on the amount of passes that they're selling the season passes. Hmm. So if you have the money, they'll sell you a pass. There's no sort of there's no reg- max capacity. Yeah, and you it's take your because people aren't traveling. Like still people aren't like they're trying to get people there or what. They're just trying to get as much money as possible. They're not right. actually paying attention to what's best for the mountain and for the flow of people. So, like, you can wait. That's kind of shitty. You can wait. <laughs> but also kind of good 40, for, like, you skiers. You can wait 40 and minutes to get on just a ski lift to get up and down. Like, that Damn. is kind of brutal. There's all these pictures online on the Internet of people just waiting fat lines. And the ski lift system's efficient as shit. Like, you can get a lot of people up there. Right, right. The, the, those ones up there, they can be up to six so wide. So it's just overcrowded is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. too many people. And there, oh, people okay. are getting really pissed off. So you have to be very selective right now in Colorado, I think, of what mountains you hit. Interesting, for interesting. For it to be, like, fresh pow, for it to be, like, you... Because, like, if when you go to the Wisconsin Dells, the Dells experience is kind of taken away by having to sit in the lines and stuff like that. Like, oh, you want to be just going, 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 going. Yeah. So we'll, we should find a mountain. Like some backcountry shit, maybe mm-hmm. even Montana. I was just in yeah. Bozeman. Yeah, I'm um, like a few weeks ago. Fuck Phenomenal, yeah. dude. Yeah, Bozeman looks like a cool place. Mm-hmm. And the snow they get out there up up in those peaks is insanity. I mean, the house we dear were at, God, got twelve inches overnight. Right, like <laughs> it reminds me of yeah. Like I see these videos on Instagram and shit of uh, like these crazy freaking videos of uh, skiers and snowboarders like up up in the fucking peaks with like in the trees just have like two feet of like mounds of snow on them and everything is just it's like pitch black Mm -hmm. 
and I think I don't know. There's probably lights up there. I don't know, but but it looks insane. Like it looks like a absolute like another world where there's just so much snow everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Especially up there in Montana, they have put um, ski lifts up to the very top of. I was very surprised that humans had ever been up there. Much less is there. Uh, end of the ski lift up there because right. it is straight down rocks up to your waist on either side like pointed rocks it looked like you were skiing in the french alps up there and these people are flying down it was that's insane it was i snowboarded in colorado and that was a next level it's like Dude. french Al- alpine alps type jesus deal. christ yeah i yeah, see, we'll see, to hit that. dude, that 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 stuff's almost like freaky too. It was because you're full. Yeah, you're fly. You gotta be. You, you gotta be knowing where you're landing, right? Yeah, you gotta be like knowing how fast you go. Make and sure you're not landing on some rock. You're at ten, eleven thousand feet in the air. Like you, yeah. you're surviving on less oxygen. It takes more energy mm-hmm. just to do anything, much less think about. Oh my god. Oh yeah. On a, on a flash second, you could be really screwed. For real. So, for real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm psyched though. Yeah, that, we should, that that'll we be should sweet definitely to come. do some of that stuff. Yeah, we'll get the squad out there and stuff for sure. Like, yeah. Plus the photographs, the insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a good experience overall. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok yeah. has honestly shown me a lot more about out west, not exactly Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest, but just the west in general. That I'm like, right. Oh my the scenery. God. Oh, dude. One of the best things about this country. So like, so expansive. Like every. I mean, you could. There's a lot of microclimates and macroclimates. Right, right. You could like, you could just travel to. Very diverse. You could travel if you want. If you want to go do something outdoors, like there's something something in the states for sure that <laughs> you could find like pretty much whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. which is like insane. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, dude. That, we'll have to do that stuff. Definitely, definitely. I also wanna, yeah, I wanna get a new. I was I want to get a new bike. I was saying to call, so I, I need to get a new like mountain bike because <laughs> I still haven't got a new bike since the one that I had in Eau Claire mm-hmm. when that one got stolen like sophomore year. <laughs> like everybody's bike gets stolen in Eau Claire. Yeah, it's and we bad. lived next to a pawn shop. I never checked in that pawn shop. Did you? No, That's no. True. It was <laughs> probably it could have been in there. Yeah. like fifty bucks. It was a nice fucking bike. It was like three hundred bucks, three hundred dollar bike. Walked across the street, dropped it off. Someone took the mattress. Someone I had a yeah, yeah. I had a mattress. It couldn't have been out there a week. No, it was only two or three days. It was because it was it was equipped to move. Like the reason it was out there is because I was going to rent a truck at the end of that week to move everything. It didn't even last that long. That was at five hundred four wash. Yes, the sketchy fucking like at the bottom of the hill. Who is taking that? The sketchy little neighborhood right there, dude. Yeah, we've had six people coming in and out of that house at all times, and no one noticed. Someone coming to the parking lot, drop the the trailer, and literally just take it. Yeah, dude. I I feel like it had to have been at night or something when we were all passed the fuck out. I don't know. Yeah, we had some shit go down and easy. (laughs) Especially at that house, I think, on Washington Mm -hmm. was probably the worst. I don't know. But People broke into our house. And at, at 127. Honestly, I would say 127. Easy, yeah. 127, we put through the ringer, and also yeah. we were in the ringer while living there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that um, somebody definitely just hopped through the window mm-hmm. at like five in the morning. Someone cut through the mesh screen and went through the window in the living room, and the front door was unlocked. And I don't understand who would do that. That's crazy, bro. Maybe if they knew that, because we're assuming that the person who did this knew. We have some people, but not. We got to tell the story for the folks that don't know what we're talking about. They just they took some stuff. Well, well, we don't have to like get into the nitty gritty details, but essentially, like 
we were all fucking, you know, out, out at the bars, at like the just bars. having some having some drinks. We all came back. We're hanging out for a while. It was like 4.30. It was 3.30 night. at least. Yeah, yeah. We were hanging out late, and you guys were playing some video games, just chilling, like listening to some music. And, yeah, up our late, room, late, late, late. Yeah, and our roommate woke up at 7. 7. And yeah. walked downstairs, yeah. and, like, all of our shit was gone. Not all of it, but, like, a they went through. Stuff. They went through our stuff. It's like they yeah, were watching yeah. us, waiting for us to go to sleep. And as soon as everyone went to sleep, they somehow came in and raided everything. And then, yep. like, it, two hours later, didn't touch any of the rooms. They just stuck to the just the living room. Living it was room. weird. What I think happened. The reason the front door was unlocked though was because they went out the front door. I don't well, think they went back out that window. No, we just always had. <laughs> we never locked that house ever. <laughs> That's the point. Like, if anyone. That's the thing, though. The Claire house was too. always yeah, like it was never locked because no the one student, used the keys. The no student, the student, did we have yeah. keys? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember so. having a key. Uh, we had keys. We had keys. Nobody, nobody used them though, because when you have a house of seven guys, like it's hard to fucking like lock up all the time because you got guys going Eric, in and out. I and think in Eric and out did lose his key the second weekend, so we could really someone can copy it. Someone had long term did not have a key. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just better to leave it open. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that still, was, a, dude, that was, that was a whack situation, bro. It makes bro. you feel very unsafe in your own home when people are just breaking into it. Yeah, like, they yeah. don't give a shit about your privacy. Taking your damn bike. Very strange. Yeah. It's like, this is my place. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, that, uh, yeah, that, that's always kind of helped me back from getting a bike since then. But I feel like now that I'm in Madison and I, I was meaning to get one last summer to use on the trails out here and the trails are so damn nice out here and there is some mountain biking um there is some mountain biking fucking trails too so yeah i was meaning to get one last summer but now i just need to splurge on it this summer because yeah i miss biking around and stuff and i would definitely just bike to get around town too everything here is like kind of close and stuff which is cool Mm -hmm. but yeah you have the top three mexican restaurant within biking distance from you in all of madison which which Mex- which Hab- Mexican Habaneros it's called. Oh yeah, I've ordered from there before, dude. Fire mm-hmm. gives me uh, it's bad coming out the back end though. Oh my dear God, I think I got like it was either like enchiladas or like it was like those stuffed kind of like burrito looking mm-hmm. things, and they put like beans all around it, refried beans, and yeah. like all the like guacamole and stuff. Like oh my God, so good, but like. Guacamole sounds delicious right now. <laughs> no food on the podcast. Yeah, banned food. Banned food after. Food is banned. Fair play. I mean. Fair play. The thing is, I get the hunger thing for sure. It's hard to go. I feel like sometimes it's hard to go. If, you, if you're hungry, it's hard to go a while. So just eat before the pod. We did eat before this, which oh, is good, though. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not worried. But I think it, yeah, it sounds a little off in the microphone. Definitely is weird. <laughs> Didn't when he was doing it, wasn't he saying it's food? No, bro, it's food ASMR. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Not everybody thinks it's weird. Uh, we service a wide audience here with the podcast content. <laughs> Very I, wide. <laughs> I think human sounds are something that no one should ever feel ashamed of or weird about. Yeah, but I want. I mean, the if podcast. If should I can be hear about, someone's chewing, I'm gonna turn the podcast off. Right, but like. Yeah, what? I want the podcast to be like a conversation, not like eating food. You know. 
Yeah, there's just you know, there's it adds depth to the podcast. It I would, I think depth. you lose viewership if you eat on a podcast. Yeah, I'd say so too. There's I disagree because there's millions of people that watch mukbang videos, which are videos of people shoving <coughs> food down their mouth. Yeah, what? And that's like not the point. We're, we're not a mukbang podcast. No, I'm not saying we are, but like that's where I'm saying adding depth isn't something that you should feel ashamed of. Oh no, I wouldn't feel ashamed of it. It's like, but I know, think I think it's good to hone in on like. Oh damn, that guy is a wanna... real person. He had to eat. Oh yeah, yeah. I get I think it. They no, no one gets that's, it. Like, I think that's assumed that we're real people. It wasn't anything against you, buddy. No. I'm a, like ASMR I'm videos. ASMR yeah, yeah, videos yeah. do get views. I'm just saying this podcast we're not a mukbang. I, yeah, so no, I like. No, fuck that. That's weird shit. It does sound. Good. I actually have never heard of that before. You said that word. Yeah, the videos or the food muck, like no the videos it's like it's it's it doesn't matter like it's any, it can be any kind of food mm-hmm. it's just the people it's, eating it's when someone it, yeah. eats like 20,000 30,000 calories oh that's those are fire videos I it's like oh it's like, like the food challenge it'll be Matt Stoney not, not really Matt Stoney no, is the guy no. see that's not that's not what it is this oh, is like oh. this is about different? when they can hear every time you go no yeah <laughs> that it's like I'm gonna shove 12 double cheeseburgers down my mouth as fast as I can. I stand Matt Stoney. I don't agree with this. I don't. It's not like a competition. They're just doing it. Okay. It's weird. Like, I can't. And it's not good for their bodies. And they'll just do it for views. It's very strange. But there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a. I guess there's an audience for that. Yeah. People enjoy watching people doing things jt so it doesn't really matter jt whenever you're on tiktok do people pop up that are doing lives and they have a bucket of maggots in front of them or like a bowl of maggots no never never. they they do that for views they will sit so they're doing people do anything for views bro i i've watched it (laughs) what the fuck i don't i think i watched one on accident one time and now they pop up ridiculous things shout out to the The algorithm algorithm um watch one and now everyone's lives pop up like there's a dude who will just set up his phone on a bridge and do a magnet fishing while checking his life and be like thanks so much for the sunglasses thanks so much for the and all these things that people are commenting so it drives up his engagement on tiktok and all he's doing is saying thanks and throwing out a magnet or they're sitting there with a bowl he said at six hundred thousand likes i'll eat these maggots and just, just crazy shit. Them, right? No, I don't think so. I have never. <laughs> yeah, like, they're all Russian, to be honest. I, really? I, yeah. The Russian bots. The Russian troll I farms. I just think they. Well, I'm gonna check the video real if quick. If they're Ukrainian, I apologize. Hmm? I'm gonna check the video. <laughs> Make sure it's still rolling. Oh, I thought you said it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's raining. You guys want a drink? Or yeah. Can you grab me a Bud Light seltzer? Suppose as good a time as any. Pee. We're not cutting it. You guys keep going. Are you gonna edit it? No. No, nothing no gets edited. We don't cut. No cuts. We don't cut. We don't cut. Here. You Unless it's the Apple. beginning, because sometimes the beginning sucks. Shout out to Bud Light. <laughs> We're sponsored. Paul. Where's mine? We're not sponsored. Oh shit. <laughs> no free ads. We're barstool. No free ads. Yeah, can't play music, but we'll drink. F- fucking these in front of everybody if they're, if they're <laughs> willing to sponsor us i'd drink anything in front of them. <laughs> like right except for right. that bone meal this drink is the same that thing mr jones alex jones himself pushes oh dude i've seen that what is it uh, he has like his own line meal. of like 
I don't know. It's it's meant to be like caveman stuff, like reverting back to the caveman diet, like things that the caveman eat that we have phased out of our diet, like bone meal. Like have you guys seen the Liver King? Like bone marrow or bone meal? I, I don't that's know. another thing to just driving engagement. We have never seen him eat it. We only see him talk about it. I've seen and him eat it. You've seen him eat it on 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 Snapchat uh, on the Snapchat uh, scroll thing. TikToks. He always shuts it off. This is what we're. This is what Liver Kid is having. Like all really? this crap. Yeah. Dude, I saw like he always starts with his pills though. The marketing is very sly. Interesting. Yo, not yeah, to the, plug the. Go ahead. Not to plug this company at all, but there's a f- company that sells mud. Mud that you mix with water. Oh, I've seen videos of that. And it like, is it like they're trying to use it to replace caffeine and like coffee and stuff. So it's like you're supposed to drink this mud mixture for breakfast. Does it give you energy? Apparently, but what's I, in it? Matcha. No, it's like literally mud. It's like different types of like dirt that really that like it's yeah. It's, it's look it look uh, it up. It's weird. It's back, back when we were in high school, clay water was making a comeback. But then the conspiracists, the same people who don't believe that birds are real, uh, also. <laughs> Wait, have you what? seen this? No, I haven't. Yeah, oh my like, god! Wait, it what? is an entire movement that's called yeah. birds aren't real. Yeah, it's weird. Excuse me. There is a subject of the internet that. Okay, what it's a tr- it's trolly, but right. like uh, well, as is a lot I of think shit. it was CNBC or someone brought on a fake leader of Birds Aren't Real, and he's sitting there and they're doing a digital interview on Zoom, and he's sitting there. He takes a drink, and he just throws it up on the camera, like national television, CNBC, oh, because they lordy. wanted to talk about this movement called Birds Aren't Real. Yeah. It's the idea that no bird is real; they are all robots by uh, controlled by at least the government it's like a big brother thing oh i think i've heard of this yeah. i've heard of this somewhere yeah. and the problem the is fuck? is that dude there's dude. older more gold more accepting people to that concept sure, have sure. actually believed it in the past they so people actually believe this shit like they there, take it seriously. there's a there's a half that's trolling and then there's a half that I'm sure also believes right. that the earth is flat. The know? trolls probably started this shit and then like going after danger to society. The because weak minded yeah. <laughs> like, like, birds aren't real, bro. How about you talk to some bird watchers who like <laughs> or they're they're members of a or, secret conspiracy or people you can't hunt and yeah, kill. Do, do, it do, goes do they so think, deep. Do they think the bird watchers? Yeah, they think yes. they're part of the Illuminati yes. or something. Or are government agents. Government agents aren't government agents. Bird watchers are government agents because they're oh making sure that God. the government is looking at the right things. Right. And the people that hunt and kill birds to eat them and when they like kill them and, and cut them up and their meat and blood and stuff is like they're capping they're cap yeah they're They're also there to kill the implanted real birds that you know make it seem like the birds are real because if people are like oh they hunt then the birds yeah they're killing real birds there but that's not the birds that are all fake right and the robots i don't follow well you have to plant some bit of truth. <laughs> this is a facet to the conspiracy yeah. I have yet to hear. You have to plant some bit of truth in the in the view I'm of society for them to 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 not look at the bird and and just know, oh, that's the government. So we have to think as a society that birds I are real. So you have to plant people that go and hunt. Can I interject to, to add to feel, that? Feel free, Paul. <laughs> yeah, at any point. Why do you think? Why do you think? Uh, 
like I don't think this shit was happening ten years ago. Why do you think this stuff is happening nowadays? Are people going off the rails because they're on Twitter all day? Like yeah. they're getting fed like this shit from social media. One hundred percent. I think we don't really understand. Like we see in the media that oh, you should stop the stealing from school trend. Like the trend on t- there's a trend on TikTok. Not this is a caveat. I feel like there's been some bad trends on TikTok. Exactly. Lately. That's the point. Is that <laughs> people are kind of realizing, oh my god, these trends actually have a genuinely bad influence on the. Right. On the internet, like that, uh, that, cr- that, uh, the challenge with the the milk crates, and with the tower, and you climb on top. <laughs> yes, and yes. like people were like breaking, like you a, know those plastic over milk the crates summer, and, over the summer. But if you I walked on your happened. bare feet, it would be like walking on a Lego, much less yeah. falling onto them. Have you seen the? Have you yeah. seen those videos, Jake? No, no, but I know what those milk crates are. And oh, okay. I can imagine. No way, you haven't seen those, yeah. dude. There were some viral I, videos of people literally like. <laughs> I thought someone was behind it's the your curtains. shadow. Like, I thought someone was behind the curtain. Anyways, like, anyways, yeah. there were some vi- there were some I there's like some that. viral videos of like uh people like they stack basically these uh milk crates on it like up like as like a ladder up to like 10 feet tall or some shit and you try and get to the top and people obviously fall. And like there was like you a video of like a woman like uh, cracking her head open and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, it was really bad, really, really bad. But yeah, go on with the um, bad. So influence. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like that is just like, I don't understand how that. Or there was one where like people, they were encouraging other like high school students to just like whoever could basically trash the bathroom as yeah, bad as steal yeah. stuff. Like right. shit in the sinks. Where like does that shit come from? Soap devious, with oil or devious licks. Like what? What's the biggest weird. thing you can take from a public place? Yeah, it's like right. weird. It's like why are we encouraging? This shouldn't be. This shouldn't be happening, right? I mean, like, like or people licking ice cream containers in the in the store, opening off the lid, licking it, and putting it back. That was a trend. That's gross. What is this coming someone, to? Someone went to jail for that at, to make an example of if you do this, you will get prosecuted in this way. And I think it was over a year. Wow. For for going through. I wonder what the exact charge was for that, for something like Publicly that. Publicly licking cream. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no, you can't get charged no, for that. That's say, a human there's, right. There's, there's an entire <laughs> industry that would be yeah. in jail for that. <laughs> all right. All right. Back on topic, boys. <laughs> Sounds like a good topic to me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's that's like a it's a crazy fucking pattern of events that have been happening over uh the last year, 2021. And it's weird to say that we're in 2022 now, by the mm-hmm. way. Can't even believe it. I uh every time I write 22 on the year, I'm just like, uh what the fuck? <laughs> like how often do you do that cuz Fucking weird. Huh? Do you write 2022? I don't often write. Th- I mean, well, just writing 2020, going from 21 to 22, it's always weird. No, I know. Right. I'm just giving you shit. Oh, oh. How often do I, I did, yeah. do I write the date? The date? Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but mm, enough that it I is do it. Weird. I do it at work a lot. I think for most, I do it at work like it every day, pretty really? much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so having, yeah. Most having my don't. job has taught me what they, like. I don't know. I do it every day, actually, yeah. yeah. I work with a guy who comes in every day and says, what day is it? <laughs> and so I, I can't <laughs> tell if he's testing me or if it's, I don't know, it's making me remember the days better. <laughs> like, having to remember for him. That's geeked, bro. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, maybe he's just testy. <laughs> Making sure you're awake, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, dude, fucking congrats for both of you guys, honestly. 
getting new gigs and shit. Mm-hmm. That's dope, Britt. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Honestly, gotta have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was a long, it was a long six months without it, I'll tell you what. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like... No one I combined unemployed for over a year. Well, <laughs> it hit a... I feel like but not. the timing of it, honestly, just with the world and everything everything going on. I mean, it was, it was plus a tough you were getting back from your uh, international stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a tough time to yeah. be in the job market because so much was up in the air. Like yeah, yeah. people were coming out of in per, uh, coming out of like online only or remote only stuff. Mm-hmm. People were about to leave their jobs because of the vaccine like mandate for some positions in some industries. Like it was, I was applying to jobs that had four or five hundred applicants, and even when I was looking at internships in the previous years, there would maybe be one or two. So people are trying to go horizontally with their careers as much as possible right now which right. makes it hard to get a job i also yeah wait, wait, don't so see what do you mean by horizontal what do you mean by horizontally so someone sorry to cut you off you're good so someone switching industries or someone taking the skills that they learned at one job and going to a completely different position because like oh, okay so say like, say you are a market you're a marketer yeah you're a marketing manager then you're a CMO, chief marketing officer. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a vertical. Right. Because that's on the career oh, path. Oh, okay. But like if someone who's in IT support yeah. suddenly goes to taking or testing in a COVID lab, that would be a horizontal change because right. they're no longer in their industry. They're no longer using their transferable skills. Makes sense. So people are okay. just trying to bounce around because of the craziness of the world. Right. Trying to figure out what they want, mm-hmm. maybe looking for a better increase in pay. Like someone who works at, um, say, uh, like a diner or something. Mm-hmm. When when it's takeout only, those people don't have jobs, so they're forced to mm. move outside the skills that they have been trained to use. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So that takes up that takes up a job if someone takes a shot on them. Yeah. I yeah. You explained that very well. Yeah. I also have a hard time believing anyone that's like, oh, there's no one out like getting jobs and stuff, or like everyone's hiring. It's like, yeah. When I was applying for jobs, like I was still getting the door slammed in my face. On jobs mm-hmm. that um, that I, I was well more than qualified for, I just was sure. like, it's like, it's not like they're just handing out jobs. Sure, sure. But I think the most important thing is that people just like have patience and mm-hmm. don't. I don't know. I I kind of am happy about the situation of people moving horizontally instead of vertically. I think mm-hmm. that that's how we should do it. I think that well, we're seeing a huge shift. I, I think, think that yeah, bringing new perspectives into positions that like, you know, that person coming from IT support is moving into like a CMO position or whatever. Like a, you're gonna bring what a jump. You're gonna bring more a chief marketing officer. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna bring you're gonna bring a different That's um, true. perspective. How of a jump than the person that would be moving vertical from the position below it, and like, that's important. But like, what about those people that have been professionally or, like, trained? So, like, what about someone who's has an IT degree who's fresh, who's a fresh IT grad trying to get one of those jobs? Like, uh, if so, someone who's a fresh IT grad can't find an IT job, then they go to testing in a COVID lab. Doesn't that take a job away from a biologist? No, yeah. no, because because unless the biologist is there applying, like it's. It's an opportunity that was, like, filled. F- f- like, I think that shit happens for a reason, kind of, like. Uh, on just a, to on a, a macro deg- scale? To a degree, yeah. Like, like if that happened, it's it's probably okay. I don't think that it 
necessarily took a biologist like job position away from them if that person was a higher qualification now what's harder is like companies will not hire the best uh they won't hire the best person for a job if like for say they aren't an american citizen then a company can say we don't um support or what's it called sponsor Mm -hmm. like a company has to sponsor someone that's coming from another country to work for them and say that like we want them to work for us and they have to pay certain taxes and shit to to have that employee so 25 grand a year i think it's at so like just because you're the best employee for the position doesn't guarantee you the position it's like ultimately what's best for the company right and i think in the long run like that'll work itself out but it does i don't know if it will it is sad to i i think it's it sad seems to see pretty that. xenophobic to be honest with you because depending on what border you come in on and depending depending on what way you come in mm-hmm. you can you have different opportunities mm-hmm. yeah i mean and i think that i think a lot of the times like you know uh, i'm thinking a lot of when you're when you were talking about that right there jake i was thinking a lot about the mindset of the company right they're protecting themselves right like you're they're talking taking the risk and paying for it they right. just don't want to pay for it yeah and i think that's what i've i've weird. i think that's what one of the big like takeaways i've really uh got out of the past couple of years of uh, being in the workforce, like is just like the mindset of the company. Mm-hmm. It's like a very kind of interesting. Um, yeah, no, I totally get it. In like, especially in America, where, where capitalism is so, I mean, it's what makes, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, what is it? Um, democratized cap- capitalism or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like capitalism, no. capitalist democracy, yeah. just the world that we're living in. Right. But it's like, I've come to realize how powerful that structure is within this country and just just by being yeah. exposed to like the workforce here and how like I there's don't know a lot, yeah, there's there's it, a lot of rules there's a lot of like it's weird man it's weird there's it's, a lot of decisions that are made that like don't have justification but you're supposed to just look the other way because that's how they're done it's right, like right. where did that power come from like why does my opinion fall on deaf ears right you right. know mm-hmm. Like, if I was a hiring manager for a position and it was like an upper level position and there was 50 candidates and the best candidate for the job was this like amazing person and they were great at what they do and the reason I couldn't hire them was because the company that pays my bills doesn't want to pay for them to become a U.S. citizen and sponsor them. That would piss me off because I did my job in finding a person who's more than qualified and capable to do this job the best and is going to benefit the company the most. So it's like the company won't like allow that, 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 that the whole point of hiring people is to get people who are good at, good at what the, what the role is that you're trying to fill. And you have Mm -hmm. someone that's like more than capable, but you're going to hold that position off for a U.S. citizen because you don't want to support, you don't want to fill that shoe for someone that didn't come from our country. I think that that's selfish and fucked. And like, I don't, I don't, 
like it's it's hard because it's one of those situations where the company is saying we're gonna give our position to someone who's less qualified which means they're accepting that they're gonna not benefit from that hire as much as they would if they hired the person who's more qualified but they're also not paying for that so it's like where's the positive where's the negative in that transaction well, it just mm-hmm. takes longer to find a qualified candidate at that point then it's not necessarily that they don't find one or that they will because c- companies aren't mm-hmm. in the business of filling it with subpar prospects mm-hmm. right so it and does the standards, take longer yeah the expectations are always being pushed mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah we uh yeah the uh the 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 master's degree is the new bachelor's right mm. i mean that's been fucking i've been told that <laughs> like so many fucking times the what? The, that the <coughs> master's degree nowadays is the new bachelor's like oh, in terms of what it what, what it used to be back in the like i don't know 30 years ago or i don't know how long you know because of just like this the standard yeah. of being professionally educated yeah. like, right 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 there are which, countries which is arguably a good thing yeah. i mean in 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 some perspective because it tells uh, well i guess i don't know it's hard because there's so many factors that go into the educational system but i guess you could argue that uh more um more young citizens are getting college educated so the standard has to be raised but Mm -hmm. at the same time it also makes it really (laughs) really fucking hard to pay for that yeah and you know (laughs) what doesn't raise with that the fucking income inequality yep that's gotten worse yep and it doesn't show any sign of going in the opposite direction. Yeah. We're just getting fucking worse to be middle, what do you call it? Middle class? Middle class. Middle class is not like, you know, there is no middle class. There's no right. fucking middle class. It's right. either you're rich or you're poor. And it's like damn near that point. They want you to own nothing and be happy. Like the statistics are right <laughs> in front of us. And yeah, no, I why feel they that. call I it the one percent holding ninety five percent of the fucking wealth in the country. It's like, when it's yeah. so easy to be poor. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dumb. It's so dumb. We're just ran by it. It's like, I think a lot of people are waking up to that now. Nobody's nobody's encouraged to get out and make more money because like they want to benefit the society. No, it's like people are trying to live. They can't afford to fucking feed themselves or their family. How are people going to have the encouragement and drive to have children if they can't afford to spend rent and pay for their own food on them for themselves? If the normal person like us that went to college can't afford to get a job with our degree and pay for ourselves to live and eat food, how are we supposed to find a family, find a wife, make a child, make more than one child, and, and continue to build our society the way that we have forever? Right. We can't. And that derives from the fact that, like, there are greedy-ass people in this world that hold that wealth away from most people. And it's like, you can't continue a society by dropping pennies on your on your on your on your on your people and expecting them to build that. It's like you just can't. It's weird. No, I agree. I mean, I think yeah, that you bring up extremely extremely relevant points, Um, and I think. Yeah, the, the, those topics have been brought up more and more and more in these past few months, I think. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are living that experience that you were just describing right there who are hurting, you know, hurting bad. Probably and hurting worse. Extre- extremely. I mean, like, it's nowadays uh, you really got to be grateful, right, for the things you have. And you know, the people that are around you 
and being able to get some heat in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I still think about uh, fucking Texas and that storm they had and shit where, you know, they had a fucking snowstorm. What was that last year? A couple of years ago, and people people year. were people were dying in their houses because well, it was it was so fucking cold and they couldn't you know, and it comes back to that th- full circles back to what we were talking about earlier too in that like people were not prepared right they had too much faith in the system that they were in and they mm-hmm. didn't realize they didn't take into account the power of nature, and well, they were not yeah. prepared. Well, it's not even that they can't be prepared because well, if yeah, you they had no infrastructure uh, to get there. If you look at the states in the south. Look at how many snowplows they have. Right. Look at how much. They didn't even know. And I didn't think you were. You, I didn't think you were saying it was their fault in no. that in that stance. I JT think it, thinks that Texans deserve what they got. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. I'm just saying they had. They didn't know. They didn't. Think no, I think. It. I think it's. I think it's an ode to the fact that humanity just like hasn't. It isn't prepared and. For like what we're not we're not we're not prepared for earthquakes here in the Midwest. Like if right. shit went down with earthquakes, it would fuck us up. Well, like, I think people yeah, would die yeah. with the amount of like non-infrastructure well, we not, have for that. We're not exactly on any sort of tectonic plate lines right. or anything like that. Right. Well, so, just for an example, it's just an, yeah. just an example of like I mean, at least the Texans could have figured out that they were susceptible at least a little bit to some cold spike or cold streak. You know, it's like I the think weather it, yeah. above them is is constant. Yeah, we're not on a plate. I'm just using it as an example. Well, I like, think the I think we what, what we experience we in the Midwest and per, what pertains to climate change a lot of times, and you saw this actually, well, uh, fucking in December with the tornadoes mm-hmm. in wild. Illinois. That was wild. Hundred people fucking dead. Well, not like, even just in Illinois, across the whole heart whole, of our whole country. Midwest, whole yeah. Midwest, really. Kansas and, got shit on. And Tennessee, uh, right. yeah, that's what it does out here. It's flooding and tornadoes, heavy winds and snow like this shit. I've seen personally um, firsthand some pretty wild tornadoes. Like literally, I'm looking at a tornado. Like I've seen them in person, and they're yeah, they're terrifying. They're terrifying. My uh, <laughs> it's a crazy story. I don't know if I should tell now, but uh. My there was the like the ninety seven storms that went through lacrosse. It was basically like ninety mile an hour straight line winds took out like my family's house, and wow. like the roof was basically blown in into like my parents' bedroom. Like it was insanity. But yeah, that was like twenty some odd years ago. But yeah, shit like that. I was like one years old. <laughs> Yeah. But I, that actually, it's it's funny because I think that actually I had a extreme fear of uh, storms when I was a really young kid. I think up until I was like, honestly, probably like seven or eight. There were times in elementary school where a, a, literally like a storm would hit, big like thunder, lightning. I would just get terrified. I would just get fucking terrified. And I think that's probably like what... That get, that was probably one of the causes. I think was like that storm back then when I was just a little baby, yeah. <laughs> just a little baby, and like not knowing what's what's going on. The fridge is open. That's that probably me. My bad. <laughs> Damn it. My own house. If you don't mind venmoing me, because that's gonna cost me on electricity. Thanks. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> I wish you lived here. <laughs> But, but you're but you're leaving me. <laughs> yeah, let's add a fourth roommate. Put your bed over here. Right. Me, me and Paul would go bunk beds, I think, probably. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. You could fit we in my slept, room. We've slept on different beds in the same room, so we mm-hmm. might as well just stack them this time. <laughs> I, still have, well. I still have all the, the furniture dividers that we use to keep all our clothes I've got the I've got the air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit. Yeah. It worked that, out well. Man, that thing, after you do not want to sleep on an air mattress for for six months though i'm telling you don't do it folks because your back is gonna be fucking you're gonna be in a bad bad place <laughs> i had to stretch a lot i mean i was just i was waking up a lot of time and i'll just be like god damn it i like it's just like sore mm-hmm. you know because it's just like not that much sport but it worked for the time right mm-hmm. it was fun dude honestly like coming back from washington and just going like straight to straight to the house with all you guys, it was a lot of fun. I mean, and I really had nothing else to do because it was like it was kind of like the period of time that uh, you just went through, just chilling at home too, mm-hmm. where I just kind of came back after that, and I was like, yeah, I just kind of want to hang out, you know. But pandemic wasn't there; it was just kind of hanging, <laughs> just chilling before all the shit storm. <laughs> For real, Matt and I. I think our birthday was on some sort of weekday where we were both busy so we're like all right we'll celebrate on the weekend so march 13th rolls around or whatever that is the weekend that mm-hmm. at least everything in eau claire shut down completely yeah yeah, yeah it was like mid-march that three or four that three month mark where we're just nothing was it was take out food mm-hmm. and you limit your exposure to other people like right. Right. wild especially we're in eau claire wisconsin which is basically canada for if you are anywhere more south than us you understand that that is canada like we were walking to school in minus 10 yep walking to school well going over the bridge is uh one of the coldest places in the country places in america yeah going over the uw claire bridge does it have a name (laughs) is it just called the bridge (laughs) you don't even know paul not a true alum (laughs) fuck i don't know it was on it was on letterman it was on Letterman? Uh, the, the bridge at Eau Claire was on Letterman for one Damn. of the coldest places in America. Yeah, it's insanity. <laughs> I mean, that wind, bro, that wind is just it's like, yeah, it's it's insane. Would anybody like some whiskey? Oh, Jake's uh, popping out the bottle. I'm good. I'm good on the whiskey, but you you tap it off there, sir. Yeah, I'm good with my Bud Light Sours. Good with the Sours. Hope everyone out there is having a fantastic Saturday evening or Sunday or wh- whatever yeah, what morning. If they're only allowed to watch this on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Hope everyone out there is, is having a great morning, afternoon, evening on whatever day of the week. <laughs> there. I covered How it all. How all-encompassing. <laughs> covered it all. <laughs> it's just 24-7. Oh, God. So, People no. are going to be watching this at 4 o'clock in the morning. Jake's yelling. Wait till he realizes that the mic barely picks up. It's nothing but a mumble. <laughs> yeah, you see the little. Yep. <laughs> they can probably hear it. They can probably hear it. These mics are pretty sensitive. They are. Folks are filming in the living room, or I guess office slash living room. But the downside to an open floor plan is that you can't tell what part of the house that you're in. It's office, True. Kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got everything going on here. You guys have no idea behind the tapestry. We got the kitchen. We really threw this thing together to make it the three peat on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't remove the background. All right, Jake, get in here. Hey, check the. Why don't you check the video? Make sure it's still rolling. Okay, cool.
Sweet. So, Noah, where do you want to be in 10 years? <laughs> where do you see yourself hmm. in 10 years? What do you want to do in that time? I don't know. To be honest, I really like the job, the industry that I got into. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. The, the data engineering stuff is crazy. I'm yeah, in, it's super interesting. in a bit over my head here, but... That's also a good thing because mm-hmm. a lot of the other prospects I was looking at was more like desktop support, desktop engineering stuff, which is perfectly fine. Just not something that keeps me wanting to go back every day. But this stuff is I am swimming in so much stuff that I need to like I need to put my head to the grindstone, Dude. learn it all. And I come away with some hard skills. So it's the perfect situation. That's and awesome. And so. that, that industry is also like insane, too, because it's literally the future mm-hmm. in terms of and it's I mean, how 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 new is it really? I mean, it's. It's damn near like I mean I guess there's always been data, mm-hmm. but like inventories. But the I guess the technology itself is always upgrading. So it's like it's ten years. I would say ten years is how long this stuff, right? Especially the stuff that we're doing now. We're using. Um, you can't compare the stuff using, that was going on in the '80s to the stuff that's happening. Oh, now. Oh, correct. Yeah. I the there's an entire. So basically, my grandfather used to work um, on a computer back in. 70s a maybe even earlier um and one computer for like ibm took up an entire floor and it had 400 kilobytes he worked on those Mm -hmm. damn bro so like 400 kilobytes so those are like it is literally racks on racks on racks for 400 kilobytes which i don't think is a song these days right which is not one song clip that (laughs) (laughs) dude so those are probably like literal like engineer guys Mm-hmm. that were like more mechanically probably tuned definitely that were like you know in there actually working the they gears figured it out. like yeah like those people figured it out. the people that came before us they figured it out right. we're figuring out what foundation. to do with it exactly. you know it's very good way to put it so yeah. like my grandpa working with I didn't know 400 that, right? kilobytes worth of data i didn't know your and grandpa did that. i'm man, i'm like transforming 19 pentabytes which is pent which I've is never heard 20, that word before what the fuck a lot how many gigs it is 20,256 gig iphones worth of information wait say that again so the equivalent to the amount of data that we're currently ingesting here's a little bit of alpha Um, (laughs) a little bit of alpha (laughs) um we're currently ingesting and managing enough data to fill 20,256 gig 256 gig iphones Wow. 20,000 of them. And that's, and we will never touch, we'll never host the data. Shout out to Amazon. Jesus we, we don't, Christ. We it's all, touch the it's data. all like split across a lot of servers. 30, 39 databases and mm. countless servers because the way everything's interconnected now. Yep. Right. Interoperability right. is like right. the buzzword of the year right now. Yeah. Last year was operability? interoperability. Interoperability. What does that mean? So basically, Rather than having a machine that goes A and B to communicate with each other, it goes A, B, and C. Because if C goes down, there's at least a way for A and B to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. So it's all about making that there's kind of like a fail-safe system. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much complexity that it actually, there's a fail-safe if something were to fail catastrophically. Like there's a way, there's the same way that businesses have backup generators. If the power goes out, there's alternative ways to move the data if something were to go down. So it's not catastrophic for the business because mm-hmm. like if a business that was making some big deal, like if they needed to move the bus- the tech on that day and they had no other way and their A to B failed, they're SOL, like they're screwed. Right. 
Yeah, and I think nowadays, <clears throat> I mean, the, the, the internet encompasses fucking everything mm-hmm. a human does. Um, those gigantic corporations and those gigantic, um, you know, businesses that are running um, a lot of, you know, a, a lot of their throughput on the internet, they're going to want to spread that infrastructure out so there's no one point of, like, failure, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, that that Every, everything that needs, thing. It's only a positive if everything can communicate with everything. Right, right. At least in this context. Sure, sure. That's are super there, cool, dude. Are there like fail safes for information, or does the internet, as long as there's one, like, system running, does it? Will it know? Like, will it? Like, is the information out there stored somewhere, or does it just? constantly live in like a realm of just like moving through lines a more a more dated example would be like just how people used to send mail Mm pre-email like there's a bunch of different sources there's a bunch of different people writing letters to everywhere Mm -hmm. so as long as those pathways which technically the internet is just a web it's literally the world wide web because it's just an entire web of interconnected machines so mm-hmm. half of them could go down. The internet is still up. Right. It's like the internet's basically a brain for us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a brain that we share. The internet is we an are. all-encompassing term like the economy. The economy, there is no true, the word economy means absolutely nothing. There's true. no statistic tied to the economy. The economy is just like this A figment big, of our imagination. Yes, it's this yeah. big sentiment. Well, the internet is kind of the same way. Like, just Stocks because two internet, right? two computers or two systems can't talk to each other, that doesn't necessarily mean the internet is down. It's kind of like another life form, to be honest. And yeah, we're kind of I'm just s- like we're just like that. kind of like yeah. operating like on the outside, sort well, of like pushing the buttons. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're yeah, like we use. I I think we use the internet as like kind of like a collective brain, like for, for humanity, sure. like for humanity. You know, mm-hmm. like we talk through it we we put the information in it mm-hmm. like we share the information in it we store the information in it on all of our collective hard drives right so like we all sort of are securing it mm-hmm. you know while we use it it's it's weird it's it's like it's like a like you were like Noah was saying like it's a, like it's like a brain right. it's it's like a web it's a mesh and it's exactly how our neurons are like a mesh. They're just, that they're talk. just firing back and forth to each other the right. whole time. And just because that makes part, it of your brain's that, part of your brain's that doesn't necessarily mean you're dead. Right. Yeah. So, no. so you, think, you think you're going to be working uh, oh. with, within these materials for, for the better, better part of your life? I would like to, for sure. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of what do you think? What do you think we're going to see? What do you we'll think? What do you think you'll you, see? You know what, do you, how what do you what do you speculate you'll see in terms of like the data realm? You know. You know how every once in a while you'll be talking to a friend about beef jerky, and 25 minutes later you check your phone after having that conversation, and look, there's a beef jerky ad. Yeah. And the source of that ad is kind of up in the air. Like we've seen Cambridge Analytica use data. I don't right. know if you guys have. There's a Netflix documentary out there about the using of data and how it can be predatory. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it'll be even more succinct than that. Like right now data is surrounded by um, what have you bought in the past? What might you be likely to buy in the future? What might something that you buy be, what, what is a similar product to something that you buy that if they push to you, you might also buy that. Mm -hmm. 
I think it will come down to the point where your shelves know when they're empty based on usage. Um, there's just, there's, there's a lot of stuff like, right. Everything's going to be tracked. Everything's going to be, I think if we're not, if we're not careful, the whole thing is it's permission based for all this data to be sucked in. Um, there's new regulations coming out of California and the EU that stop a lot of that stuff that say you need to be able to have an opportunity to opt out from giving up your data. Well, Apple's big on that too now. Apple's, Apple is one of the biggest data sellers yeah, no, in the but world. They're, but they're like at least now giving people the opportunity and chance to like, like they'll notify you if like you. That was like a new upgrade new. they made, yeah, right? To it's, like it's their, a their thing. Like if you, you kind of have like yeah. the. You download a new app. You can like set you your per, set your advertisement not to track. Yeah. Do I? Do I? You it's know. Pretty. It, well, beforehand, pretty like, rudimentary, but it's good they they at they least did that. integrated it. Right. Well, they did that. Yeah. Like before that, the app would just you know it would just start tracking. Like it would just there was there was no option that the user didn't get to choose. Right. So I think that as long as the user gets to choose, I think that's important for sure. Mm-hmm. And like. It's weird I stand on both sides of that of that problem because at some point like it's nice. See, I do see the benefit of the tracking because it can be beneficial, but it also like there's a hesitancy to that because it can also overtake and run. It's it's a ma- I think it's a matter of like kind of trust, right? Yeah. It's um because this thing, I mean, it's it's not like any one of us has like control over Right. Where it's going to go. Right. All of us humans, all of us, you know, kind of people working in either the Internet realm, the data realm, what, whatever it might be. You are literally kind of just like a cog in the machine. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 dude. I have to, to put it blunt, to put it bluntly. But it's 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 interesting to kind of speculate on how yeah, like how where this stuff might go, how it how it even came to fruition and what our what our role as humans is in that yeah because i think it's it's interesting with us because within our lifetime we're going to experience so much is Mm -hmm. what i'm getting at that's the point i wanted to make is like us being young as we are we're gonna have uh we're gonna experience a lot in terms of the technological realm yeah like yeah all that kind of stuff yeah I think it's funny that we think that we're like the most advanced civilization ever. It is it, right, and Isn't like we funny? might, like yeah. we might be. Maybe, yeah. Who? Yeah. I I would say I would say. And there's the, those pyramids, man. Well, I would say on 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 planet Earth. I would say technology-wise, defining it as the way that we define it with cords and the internet and cables and auditorial receptors and all these things that are technology anything that's technology cnc machines things that print on pieces of stone that's all technology that's all like computerized electrical technology i think that we're pretty advanced and i think that we're good at that mm-hmm. and our data storage options are like limited to what we've made of them and i, I that's where i feel like was there an ancient civilization that was wiped out by whatever mm. cause that like how like the library of Alexandria, right? What happened to all of our information? What we had civilizations of, of humans on this planet f- for long periods of time that <laughs> we have nothing. We don't know anything about them. It's an interesting point. So like there's been these mass extinction happens, events. 
Right. What happens to our knowledge when that, when something like that happens? Mm -hmm. Like when mm -hmm. we all wake up tomorrow and Yellowstone erupt has erupted and we're fucked. Like what happens Isn't to our knowledge? Up? Like what happens that's to scary. to our advancement in technology if some shit goes down and every human on the planet gets wiped out by twenty five you know, random stones flying through the universe and it just happens to line up and hit the earth and we have nothing to do about it. Like what happens to our knowledge? Do we go back to like, mm -hmm. to a civilization where we have to start from square one? What happens to the, all that information? Because we don't have any information from, from a couple thousand years ago. And I don't think that that's because that, that there weren't advanced civilizations. I think that maybe their record keeping systems were flawed in a way where once they were gone, they were gone and like we have no way of recovering it. And I'm afraid that I need to know what kind of security the internet holds There's, for retaining our information. Cause we don't make sorry. books. Yeah. We don't make maps. We don't do that anymore. We we've put our faith into the internet more for record keeping than we did prior with like this map that we put on the wall that was made a hundred years ago, mm. maybe a little less, maybe like 80, 90 years ago, this map was made. And like, that's a killer map. You don't see people making maps like that anymore. And it's like, they found value in recording information on paper to a degree where they put a lot of effort into it. And we do that now on the internet. We put a lot of effort into it, but what happens when that skill, like when it, when that goes away, what happens to all of our information? It's not stored on paper anymore. It's stored on stone. It's not stored anywhere, but in this like cloud. So how secure is the cloud long-term? Well, I think Honestly, we just have to hope that, like, our civilization of humans is just better than all of kind of the previous ones. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, we all know that there's incredibly smart people out there, way smarter than us, mm -hmm. like, geniuses, uh, that, and probably many geniuses that have thought about that problem many times over that you just said. Mm -hmm. So I think we just kind of have to put... F faith in you know our fellow humans that somebody honestly like to be blunt that somebody Someone's smarter figured out that somebody smarter has already figured out i mean if while you were talking about I those hope. things i thought about those mass extinction events and that reminded me of actually uh this uh news article i think i saw i don't know a month or so ago about um uh nasa scientists or like spacex scientists or something figuring out ways uh, to develop rockets, rockets to hit incoming asteroids that could uh, cause a threat to... I think it's huge. <laughs> I think Earth. it's, yeah. Isn't that yeah. insane, though? Yeah. That, like, yeah. And you don't... Yeah. And the biggest thing is you don't want to blow the rocket up. You want to divert the rocket. Right. You, or not the rocket. The asteroid. The asteroid. Yeah. Whatever it is that's coming at right. the planet, the worst thing you can do is explode it into a million pieces. Right. Because right. now you have a million pieces coming at your planet at the mm -hmm. same speed. Mm -hmm. Like with the same amount of mass they're just spread out so you need yeah. to you need to like deter objects away from our planet and i will say our planet does a good job of doing that also we have a solar system that protects us jupiter is one of the biggest planets in our solar system and one of the things about that is that jupiter basically is like a big shield and it its gravitational force protects the planets on the inside huge 
and the sun also will suck stuff into it. But mm-hmm. it's just those f- those those happen case chances where right. shit's coming right at us that we do need to be able to protect ourselves a little bit more than even just our magnetic field right. does as a planet. So it's like we have these systems in place on a massive solar level to protect us, but we pretend to be advanced and do nothing about thinking about that kind of shit. Like we're so we're so focused on what's in front of our face that we don't think so far into the so far into the future that like that's important. We might as well just like start thinking about it now and figure it out in the next hundred years because mm-hmm. in a thousand years we might need it. And after developing that technology for a thousand years because we thought about it now, we might be able to protect ourselves. Why not do that? Noah, did you learn anything about uh, how? Uh, you know, either like the mainframe of like the internet or like data could be like possibly like stored in terms of like a really like bad catastrophic event happening. Like, have you have you heard anything about like people figuring out ways to like somehow protect that technology? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's insurance policies that you can take out. There's the whole interoperability thing comes True. into play here because you can send it somewhere the cloud right? yeah. the cloud is the cloud is more dispersed than the idea of we think of that a cloud is like you know hmm. we think of clouds right above us like it's it's untouchable it has all of our data um but actually a little bit a little bit of the internet is stored in, in a bunch of different places it's backed up there's a website there's an entire service that you can go on where you can look at a website on a certain day in the past so oh, it's, yeah, I've heard there's, of that. There's yeah. an archived system already in place. Obviously, you can't. I've seen people use that with RuneScape. Yep, <laughs> they'll go back to the way that an, a web page looked on a certain day. Yeah. In the in a certain cool. past date. Where is that information stored? They have servers. That's like a lot of data. That's where it's mm-hmm. like, where is it stored? Well, the the data being stored is it's it's constantly being improved, right? I mean the like, like and it's it is at in essence ones and zeros. Right. right. So it Which might the websites the websites that are being intaked and archived might not necessarily have all the attachments or the pictures because the pictures and the attachments are what add that's what adds mm-hmm. like whenever you do downloads, the reason it costs so much to download is because there's so many ones and zeros. But if you're not con- if you're just taking snapshots, it's little bits of information. It's it's just like a, a splash page of what it looked like. You're not necessarily gonna have the ability that you did went back in 2005 to go on the Google search as it was in 2005, mm-hmm. but you're at least going to be able to see what it looked like. And I mean, f- that's better than books. Like we have books from the colonial times that we can't even freaking read because right, they're right. so destroyed. At, this, at least right. in this case, data archiving has gotten to the point where there are backups across the world cool. where it would have to be like a global, a, a global like a mass, disaster, uh, asteroid hit yeah. in the world, and then we would have no use for the internet. So the, why worry? Exactly. I think I just thought of a solution to our problem, and I hope someone who's far richer Tell it than to the me, space force. <laughs> yeah, space SpaceX, force. Elon, whoever. Are you listening? Listen up. We need to prioritize starting a base on the moon that is quite literally a computer or a system of computers that just bounces our information around on it that just like you know data archives why do you don't think we need wh- this because why, why, why? 
you, like, okay, if for some reason some shit goes down and we sure. can't protect our planet, sure. it'd be nice to have all of our information saved on our moon mm. so that whoever... Isn't that what Elon's trying to do with Mars? He's like, yeah, his but, proposition is like... Yeah, but why go to Mars? Like, why go all the way to Mars? Like, why not? I've never understood this, and I'm all Isn't about... Isn't the moon just kind of too sh- tiny? No, not for... Also, not also for anything that happened to the Earth would impact the moon, so... Not like a computer, you know? You know, I'm just saying, like, we like we have to we have to it's a good idea we have to store data yeah like archive data off planet off, off planet, planet. Off, yeah if something were to happen why not well, right and if and right. if human and if humanity comes and then if humanity comes out of whatever it is which we probably will because we're we were born from like that's what we do we mm. overcome we adapt and overcome mm. um like at least that information is saved so potential future cultures and civilizations could possibly find it Mm -hmm. even if like worst case scenario all shit on the planet is fucked for for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and we slowly come out of it we should we should think about maybe off planet keeping and and archiving information have you that actually brings to mind uh something that um i think it was probably nasa scientists or something they back a while ago. I don't know if it was 50 years, 40 years, I don't know, a while ago. But they shot like, um, uh, 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 like I don't know, either radio waves, some type of wave frequency into space yep. that contained like images of people drinking water, <laughs> people eating food, people talking to each other. It was like a in collection of images that people back in like either, I, I don't know when it was, Hey, so you don't but see how important that kind of is? Well, yeah. it kind of odes to the fact that <laughs> people have always been thinking. There's oh. no indication that it got anywhere. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, There's, really? It's no. funny. Yeah. Funny how funny how our genius minds at the time yeah. thought things like people eating food and the sounds of that were infer. Well, were people have. Good, I think pe- that, good information. Yeah. Oh, it odes to the fact that humans <laughs> have always kind of thought of that. They're always like we've like even however long ago that was, people were thinking like, hey, like. I don't know if it was like an attempt to communicate or if it was just like an attempt to like if it could be like if something were to ever happen and it did get picked up somehow. I don't know if it hit if it were to hit a planet somewhere. I mean, it's just off chance, but it yeah. it just like it's just kind of an interesting like it's cool. That it's we an did that. interesting action that yeah. people took yeah. that kind of goes back to what you're talking about with just like, yeah, storing shit. I don't know. It's storing information is is one of the things that I think is our like. How do we do it? Mm-hmm. How do we do it? Mm-hmm. What? Okay, this is sort of on a different topic, but one of the things that's been burned into my brain, and I think I burnt it into my own brain. I th- was told this one time, and I forget who told me it. But one of the most Check amazing. Check the video. One Keep of the going. yeah. Keep going. One of the most amazing things about. Humanity. Go on. One of the things that makes humans human, quite possibly the most important thing and only thing that makes humans human apart from other living organisms is our ability to tell and understand stories. Mm, yeah. And if you, I if think you, we talked about that last it time. It sounds bit, yeah. very basic, but like you have to think about it because what makes that a beautiful thing 
that's so unique to humanity. Hmm. The the sharing, the 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 me 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 thinking of a story, me telling the story, you understanding the st- you th- you receiving the story, you coming up with your own understanding of the story. That's something that's so humanistic. That's so human of us. I, we 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 do that with everything and that is data information Mm -hmm. and storage Mm -hmm. and it is humanity we yeah i see it as like it's the matrix that's that's saving us like that's that's what we are we are storytellers and like coming from that and it means to me that like the best thing we can do for our future generations is to preserve preserve those stories and that's what we're doing here today that's what we're doing on a podcast that's what a podcast is is storytelling and talking and understanding and like it's beautiful it's a beautiful, beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing it's beautiful how do we record and store that because i have this incredibly complex amazing brain and mm-hmm. you have this incredibly complex and amazing brain and we all do. And th- I can't even, I, ca- I can't even, like, I'm limited. Mm-hmm. I'm limited in how I can communicate the thoughts in my head to you. Sure. Yeah. Through verbal language. 100%. Or if I was sitting here speaking nine languages and you could understand li- nine languages and we could discuss, like, because, like, Russian is more of, like, a emotional language and our language is a little bit more, like, deliberate and intentional and has, like, a concrete structure to it and it doesn't have to deal with the inflections in our voice as much but like I'm still limited as to how I can convey thought to you and we've always been trying to like figure out how to convey information to each other and retain it and our memories are shit like no matter what people think like We've been talking about dementia a lot, like yeah, our grandparents like, and stuff. I, I, yeah, it's and like shit just happens. We're just we're just not built for retaining information. Our memories aren't. You know, I'm not a scientist, but like I'm, I haven't studied this. But our memories aren't like, you know, you sometimes you remember things incorrectly. It's like hmm. we are we are limited to our capabilities of memory. Honest to God, my iPhone is is like light years advanced in retention of memory than my brain, even though my brain's light years advanced in terms of like problem solving than my iPhone. So it's like we've devised ways to retain information, but they're short term. They're short. Like I'm really worried about that. Like Mm -hmm. I can only teach so much to the people that come after me. And even at that, I'm limited at my capabilities of vocal language and actual like understanding and passage of knowledge. But like, I think technology has a capability of being better than that. I th- how's it going to last? How is it going to, how's it going to persevere through detrimental annihilation? I think we can't just, I think we, have we to, just can't worry about it. No, Me and you. it has to happen and has to come. Yeah, right. I, 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 I mean, I think uh, no, I 100 percent feel what, feel I what you're saying in things. terms of like the importance of it. Mm-hmm. But as with 
this podcast, as with what myself, you, and Noah all do in our lives and everyone else out there, I mean, you just got to keep going, right? Yeah. It's like, as long as you just keep going and and doing what that is. And I think of the beautiful thing also about the internet and this conversation, it's, it's, I think it's, um, it's a tool that kind of like, it spreads you out as a person, right? It kind of like, it's, it's a sort of tool that kind of allows you to spread your story and to tell your story across, uh, across the internet across this web it allows you to kind of like kind of like take your take your soul and kind of split and like share Share and it comes back to like that interoperable thing Mm. where instead of the individual right like a piece of you is floating past and through space well right like the individual is just kind of it's like that connection thing we're all so much more connected these days yeah and I think the more that humans can keep kind of just going and doing what they love to do and and share stories more, yeah. uh, like that's one of the conclusions that I've really come to is the the importance of just talking and having conversations and getting in deep, right? Yeah. Getting into ideas that are like hard to discuss and sharing experiences that are also I'd like hard to discuss, but very, very like important. Yeah. I like what they talked about, uh, with in that documentary we watched about fantastic, you know, fantastic fungi. And if anyone doesn't know, uh, fungi, 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 (laughs) you know, again, weird, weird. (laughs) Right. Yeah. See, and that's the thing, like you corrected me Mm -hmm. on a, on a, on an auditorial response to a sound that I made. And, it's crazy that we are able to like w- receive information on so many different like sensory like neuronic like ways like mm-hmm. like you equate meaning to the way that I'm presenting myself physically the way I look the way I like act and you're also interpreting what I'm saying and what I'm saying is just like weird vibrations of sounds coming from my neck that I'm telling like my, my body to do. And you're like interpreting those sounds as a certain like meaning. Communication Whereas, is yeah, weird, bro. Yeah. Cause like we all speak different languages. Like a Chinese person could be speaking Mandarin or Chinese or whatever language, you know, there's their native tongue and they could be sitting next to us. Like we are here, you know, with their whole heart telling a story about something amazing. And, and if you don't speak that language, like you, you can't, you can kind of get some cues based on the way no that, one knows a lot about that the shit. way they're saying it, but you don't. Yeah. Like when I was, yeah, exactly. Like when I, we've both studied abroad and spent a lot of time in like different countries with people that they're people, they're just fucking people. Right, they're humans. Right. Right. And they'll be speaking to you in their native tongue. And you're like, you like you all of a sudden realize that like you can't retain the information they're saying fully because you're only picking up on their body things and not this weird like it's cool that we're able to understand each other period like how however language develops and transitions between cultures and tribes like the fact that we're able to share ideas with like 
seemingly random noises like to someone that grows up in in an indigenous like click like a click type of language where they're like like that like they would never understand english i can't understand the click Mm -hmm. so but if but we're like we're still able to communicate that's amazing look why is it so different yeah yeah i mean the internet's great for solving that problem too yeah. with transition with trans with translators and stuff right. like that's 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 huge the fact that we're able to use right. translators and like and i mean honestly learn new yeah, languages yeah. that's so cool right we're gonna we're gonna that's one of the things that the internet's given us mm-hmm. so much push forward and advancement because mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you have civilizations across the the entire world that are able to communicate with each other based on like the internet being able to process faster than our brain and solve these translations and stuff. And you go, what is this person saying? And you type it in and then boom, you can see what they're saying. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's technology has benefited humanity so much by doing that because, and it all cycles back to what's the thing that makes us human storytelling. Like, everything comes back to that like if you mm. if you just dive into anything it's like stories have to be told for information to be passed and you cannot get around it we i've i've not found a way to to get around that mm. and that is so precious yeah no it's important dude it's sorry no i've been taking up the mic <laughs> <laughs> no no yeah that Jake's hogging the mic over We here. need three mics. I'm going to get a third mic. It's going to be my mic. I'm just going to, it's going to be mine. That's fine. Honestly, not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I support that idea. <laughs> got to get a complete new audio interface. Got to fucking rework the whole shit. But it is. It, Look, it, folks, we're moving up in the world. We it are, doesn't fucking, we, we you need, we need more options. Well, it's. <laughs> Sponsor it. us. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor us. Anytime. Hit us up. Bring an enlightenment to the world. But yeah. you want to help out the boys? You want to share information? You want to make knowledge more accessible for more people? We're all about the positivity. Hit us up. We got you. You got us. We're all about growing together. 100%. Pass it off. Yeah, no, for real. I mean, that's it comes it comes back to yeah, storytelling. I think that's one of the main reasons that is why like it's important to do this as much as you can, you know, because this environment alone, We're recording it doesn't right like, like the, I mean, the conversation alone, it doesn't really happen yeah. unless, uh, yeah. unless that situation, yeah. unless that situation yeah. comes, unless this to, situation comes yeah. up, but I have to pee, but I'm going to leave I you. Think, I'm going to leave you a note. Yeah. I think, no, you got to, you got to, I think we're going to cut it oh, here, but real quick. I, dude, this real conversation quick. was dope though. Real quick before we cut it. And I want Noah's opinion on this because he has some more information retaining like code and shit like that. He understands, sure. he understands like the technology behind what it might take for this feasible reality. So I'm going to switch over quick. Paul, I'm going to hop on your mic. I think we're going to cut this. We're going to, we're going to cut it. Yep. We're going to cut. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Unless you got, what, can you make it quick? Can you make the question quick possibly? Yeah. This will take less than five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Just shoot. Shoot the question. All right. So let's try and make it quick though. Yeah. So basically what I'm, 
I really want to know. So they created that thing. It was like Minecraft one to one, right? Do, do you remember that? Like the Minecraft one to one world where they made like a Minecraft version of the planet and they took the dimensions of everything that, that we know and they like coded it down so that one block was like a meter or whatever. And like they built a planet. So that's like a huge, that's like a huge data file because it's like the whole world. So like you would, you, you could like go across the whole ocean. It would take days to fly in creative mode across the whole ocean. Cause it was like, Oh, I get what you're saying. Right. They, they made like the, the geographical distances in our world translate yeah. to the Minecraft world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they did that. And so that is like <clears throat> a, that like all of that data, let's say fits in this square as reference. It's a huge database that's being accessed by different people, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Where is it stored? It's stored either in the web or on a hard drive, right? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's being stored in a web or on a hard drive. But, like, let's just say you take those pixels, like Minecraft speaking, where it's blocks, and you start, like, rendering them down into more realistic visual representations of reality, kind of like how you know, Call of Duty does, where you get texture packs that are like, you know, well, shit Minecraft, looks real. Minecraft has texture packs too. Right. But I'm saying like you've, you've now taken that, you know, this is 100% of that data, which is a lot. And then you've made it ex- exponentially more data by rendering texture packs to make it look more real. Okay. So you've got like a huge amount of data. What do you, like we, I feel like our we're at the limit of our capability to to retain types of information. Like a computer has to keep growing in size. Like we've shrunk it down to a point and they're coming out with quantum computers where like a one and a zero can be a one and a zero, not just a one or a zero. So, so like if you wanted to retain the information of someone's brain living one day's worth of time, how much data would that be? And how unrealistic would it sound to do that for everybody, everywhere on the planet, every day? Like, Whoa. where would that information be stored? I don't think we're there yet. Like, yeah, and like, how do we get there? When do we, would we get there? I think you're, you're talking about like, mapping out like insane like the, i mean because i know it's like the, the neural networks in the brain is like i mean we you're have, you're you're we talking have no idea yeah what the neural that's networks. uncharted territory. we can see that they are talking to each other we have no idea the language so we can't exactly <coughs> tell like elon musk i'm sure because of his neural thing oh, i'm yeah, sure yeah. he thinks he's like sub sme subject matter expert on um how much information will actually require but it would be big news if we found out a quantifiable amount. And also the reason that you can store an entire world on a Minecraft server, which means that other people are connecting to your server. So it's like a tree. So basically you you have one server here and everyone wants to handshake with your server. So they mm-hmm. create the connection. That's why you can see the world. It only extends out. I think it's 1,056 blocks. Mm-hmm. So the entire world is not rendered at any one time. It's saved basically on paper. Mm-hmm. And only when you reach a certain, like when you go... A hundred blocks in one direction. It's rendering a thousand blocks in the that current direction. It's not necessarily it rendering an archive of information. Not necessarily an archive, like but, the tree. But it 
if it has been explored before, then it is recognized. It's basically like ghost code. So it's n it's not currently being utilized. That code's not currently being run, but it's it's been explored before. So therefore, those features will be the same for the next person that comes across that part. Hmm. So it's a lot of data to hold a one-to-one -one Minecraft to real-life world, hmm. but it's not necessarily that much considering that there's probably only 200 people going in any direction at one time. So they only have to keep track of a thousand blocks for 200 not people. not many people probably it's want to take that much. billion people. Yeah. Yeah. There's, not, there's only yeah. a couple hundred people that probably want to spend the time walking through that world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sir, Minecraft, server, Minecraft server has like maximums in terms of the people. We have 7 billion people. So if you're trying to map the brain capacity of 7 billion people. That's a fuck yeah. ton of information. Maybe in a couple thousand years, right? That's a fuck <laughs> ton of information. I don't think it will ever be happened because like you have. But it's happening. That's it's the, it's the universe. Like how? How? <laughs> Jake's, having a, Jake's having a brain explosion. It happens every day and we don't even question it. All right, let's wrap this up. But yeah, I appreciate it. All right, yeah, this I has been fun. Talk. Let's do the shake. Peace out, guys. Well, yeah. We're Thanks gonna... for it. No, I'm going to fucking miss you. <laughs> for real. I'll do one digitally or virtually. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Zoom in. I mean, off All right. air, I'm going to say bye again. But Peace. Bye. <laughs>